0: In this morning's TechBite. OpenView's profitable year means more free channels for users. Government wants to charge more for parking and license fees because environmentalism. And TCL's C735 98-inch 4K QLED TV has landed in SA. (music) Greetings and welcome to Stuff's TechBite. This is Duncan with a quick wrap up of all the local and international tech news you might have missed. Emedia Holdings' free-to-air satellite television service, OpenView, had a particularly good financial year. The platform's ad revenue increased by almost 74% from 269.9 million rand in 2021 to 468.1 million rand in 2022. With content costs for the 2022 financial year totalling 446.3 million rand, the increase means the platform is now profitable. What that means for viewers is a wider range of channels and an upgraded decoder. The platform is planning to launch a few new channels, perhaps as a way to celebrate? That's besides the channels that have already launched this year. Those would be Exposed, ePlaceer and the Home Channel Plus. There's no word yet on what the new channels are or when users can expect them, however. New channels aren't the only change coming to the platform. OpenView is also planning to launch an upgraded decoder. By the sounds of things, this one will have internal memory and Wi-Fi capabilities. That is presumably so eMedia can give its existing OpenView users access to the company's eVOD streaming service that launched last year. The service is eMedia's attempt to join the growing trend of video streaming platforms. Evod offers an ad-supported tier, a subscription-based tier, and a pay-per-view-like option for movies and series. The platform is also developing its own original content, which can be accessed via a web browser or mobile apps for Android and iOS. As for the new channels, there isn't a readily available timeline for when users might see them, or the slightly smarter new decoder from OpenView. The Department of Transport is looking to introduce even more rules and regulations. The department says that it hopes to encourage a more environmentally friendly road use with the changes. This would be a good idea if SA's public transport wasn't as terrible as it is. The proposed changes come from a revised white paper that the department released earlier this week. The proposals the department is considering include higher license fees, stricter parking policies, road pricing or area licensing, and access restrictions for private cars. If South Africa was a first world country, this wouldn't be a big deal. In the UK, residents are often expected to pay more for visiting busier areas like London or for driving petrol cars. The problem is that SA is not a first world country. Heck, we're barely even a third world country at this point. Still, the government is pressing on. Little consideration is currently given to environmentally sustainable transport practices within the transport policy. South Africa, in line with the developed world, will have to adapt its economic growth policies to the requirements of environmentally sustainable development, the department said. In other words, more public transport is needed. An entire change in how South Africans move around is needed to make this work. And that's good, at least in theory. Designing new transportation systems to avoid or reduce travel demand will alleviate congestion and pollution. Modes of transport that move loads of people at once are always better than one person to a car, as far as the environment goes. The development of new areas that cut down on travel, another suggestion from the department, might also help. But the Department of Transport bases its interesting ideas on how they function in Europe, an area that has close to a century of functional public transport. Implementing road limits, new taxes and parking fees in a country like South Africa probably won't see the problem fixed. Once it's just as efficient to take a bus, tram or train to work as it is to drive or hop in a taxi though, then we might have a chance of working things out. There are TV screens, and then there are TV screens. If you feel like the one thing your home is missing is it's own cinema, then perhaps TCL's new C735 TV will appeal. The brand has just dropped the new gigantic 4K TV in South Africa. If you want one, which is entirely possible, assuming you have the space, it'll set you back 100,000 Rand. And yes, before you ask, the C735 supports HDMI 2.1 and 120Hz. You know, just in case you're mad enough to hook a console up to this thing and attempt to play games online. You don't have to, but it's an option. The C735 is a QLED panel. TCL says its TV is actually packing Quantum Dot tech, which is cool, yes? The panel is rated IMAX enhanced, according to the company. This means that it meets the highest certification standards in calibration, resolution, refresh rate, frame, and sound performance. The audio tech is supplied by Japanese brand Onkyo. The set uses something called motion estimation and motion compensation, or MEMC for rendering things on-screen. Dolby Vision IQ and Dolby Atmos are also packed into the C735, and HDR10 Plus is supported. Because what's the point of 98 inches of TV screen if you don't get to use HDR Plus? TCL's TVs tend to use an Android-based OS, and this one is no exception. That means Google Assistant support, if that's your thing, plus loads of apps and games to download. It'll act as a smart home hub if you've got a Google Nest tech lying around, and voice control is also an option. Just keep in mind that a 98-inch TV, like the C735, isn't a lightweight. If you opt to wall mount, expect to be hanging 60 kgs or so on your wall. The stand adds an extra 2 kgs to that weight, so make sure your furniture can support it as well. And whatever you do, don't drop it on your foot. You might break it if you did that. And it costs 100k after all. Thanks for listening to Stuff's Tech Byte. If you want more tech news, visit our site at stuff.co.za and follow us on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram at StuffSA. Join us again tomorrow for more local and international tech news you might have missed.